Hello and welcome back to another episode of Goddess Entrepreneur. A goddess entrepreneur sees her business as a spiritual devotion and service to the collective. In this podcast, you can expect to learn all about feminine-led, soul-mission-based online business. Here we see entrepreneurship as a major tool on the path to self-mastery and liberation. I'm your host, Mari Grace Theory, and today I'm doing a solo episode that I truly don't have a lot of notes for. Uh, Usually I like to write a ton of notes, but I'm just going to let myself riff unscripted today because, yeah, that's just what kind of feels authentic. Today's episode is all about me coming clean about something, and it's not that I'm coming clean to you, my dear goddess, although I am, um, but it's really to myself. I have ADHD. And I have been wearing an ultra intense mask for years and I'm ready to take it off. I cannot do it anymore. (laughs) Most people that I share this with are confused. They don't identify me in this way. And that is because I have put up a really good front. Believe me, (laughs) such a good front that I believed it. Okay. So I heard about this concept of unmasking with many different things. It's basically any mask that you wear or that you've put up, usually for survival, honestly, and you decide you're not going to live with that mask anymore. You're going to take it off. You're just going to be yourself. Okay. So that's kind of where I'm at right now is I am tired (laughs) of wearing the mask and it is having this massive ripple effect in my entire life and in my business. And it's the mask itself has made it impossible for me to participate in my own business and even on my own social media, because it's just been so intense that I've just been like, I just need to burn everything to the ground (laughs) and start over. But really, I just need to take off the mask. And just be myself, which is what my goal is. That's what I'm going to do from here on out. Okay. So everyone that knows me literally knows that I have been such a massive advocate for self-study and I was doing it. I know everything about my astrology. I know everything about my human design. I am always looking into the source code for why I do certain things and why I behave certain ways, but I allowed this massive blind spot. I was fully in denial of this aspect of myself, of having ADHD. And the result has been me not fully expressed as a human being. And I know the source of this mask and I know why this happened. I know where it comes from. And that's part of being an adult is that, okay, you're the adult now. You're not the child anymore. You are in charge. And so, you know, I'm 34. I'm about to turn 35. (laughs) And I have just been living with this mask for the longest time thinking I'm a totally sane person. I don't have mental health issues, you know, I'm great, blah, blah, blah. 
And that is the mask that I have presented to the world. And a lot of people believe it. And over the years working in Goddess Support, I have heard so many women describe me either to someone else or to myself. And I I just think, who are they talking about? That's what they see. That is the person that they see. And it didn't resonate with me. And it's not that I didn't want to be that person. They were describing a goddess, this amazing, strong, confident, uh, knowledgeable woman. And I am that. However, there's more. And that was the only aspect of myself that I was willing to show. And you can see this reflected literally everywhere. I mean, just look at my manicured Instagram feed. It's like I have put myself into this box of what I define as a goddess. And if I am not presented in that way, if I am not showing up in that way, I do not want to share. And so lo and behold, I have not been feeling in resonance with that box. So I haven't been sharing. I haven't been putting my work out there. I haven't been doing things in the online space because I'm just like, what do I do if I can't feel fit in that box anymore? And even the whole online coaching world, it's like, you know, I used to lash up before doing anything, like either putting on mascara or putting on false lashes before teaching a masterclass. And like, right now I am makeup free. <laughs> and I have been for months and months and months. I don't like makeup. I don't like mascara. Why would I do it? In fact, when <laughs> I, I got to feel like this whole like fake lash era that we're in, we're going to look back at and just laugh. And I already see it. Um, maybe just because I'm a manifester and I, I always see trends as they're happening and I see them already fading and how it's going to be. So sometimes when I see a woman with like super, super fake lashes, I'm just like, you look like a cartoon character. <laughs> like what's going on here? <laughs> and honestly, also you do you boo. Like if you love the way that you look with that, like, please do it. This is not me. Like, please, the way that you look is totally an expression of who you are. And so if that is a way that you express yourself, please do not take offense by what I'm saying there it's just that i tried to fit into that box too i tried to you know make myself look in the way that other women were looking so that i could you know fit in and be in that box and i'm just here to tell you that i literally cannot do it anymore my soul is screaming stop it <laughs> so i am gonna you know do my best to fully unmask myself and just not participate in the mask. And I understand a lot of people see the mask as like a form of protection or as a brand. And that's also totally valid. You know, I don't think that there's anything wrong with ed like editing the version of yourself that you decide to share and keeping moments sacred, keeping parts of yourself sacred, keeping parts of your personal life sacred from the online world. Believe me, I do that, you know, so I fully am behind whatever anyone decides to do. And so that just means that my truth is my truth and it might not be your truth. You maybe don't see the filter or the editing that you do as a mask and that's totally okay. It could just be curation. And I definitely am still going to participate in conscious curation of what I wanna put out there into the world. 
However, I cannot pretend to be a convergent thinker anymore. It's kind of driving me crazy. I have been struggling with my mental health for the past probably 14 months. It's been ultra exacerbated by my situation with my family currently right now. And I'm grateful for it. Honestly, I've been in a pressure cooker of really facing myself. And a big part of facing myself was releasing all my clients in April of 2023 and having an open, clear schedule for the most part. Okay. I still have a lot of other things that I had to do specifically for my family, but I realized that I was using my work and my constantly full schedule as a distraction. I was addicted to distraction. And I had told myself that this distraction was a devotion. And if you were to talk to any of my clients, they would say that I was totally devoted to them, their business, and to all of us really just thriving in this wild world. And yes, there's truth in that, that it was a devotion for me. But I was unable to really move out of a space of needing to be distracted all the time. So those first few months without my packed schedule, I was really faced with looking at myself and I didn't like what I saw. You know, it was like very confronting. In fact, it's still confronting and Life is spiralic and quality. I've talked about that a lot on the podcast. You know, I have been in places of self-acceptance, of self-love, and really just been like dripping in it, right? And so I know that I can get back there again. I'm not worried about that. But every time you spiral around, you're uncovering new things and this time I feel like I have lifted probably the the heaviest, most intense, most densely constructed mask that I've been holding onto in my life. It's not just an entrepreneurship. It is literally in my entire life, um, you know, pretending to be sane <laughs> when I am not. <laughs> and I don't say that like, oh, I'm just like batshit crazy. But there are just so many things that I hide, so many things that I do. And they're not bad things, but to me, they're bad. And I know that everyone can relate to that. Everyone has little things like that that they don't want anyone else to know about. And you want to present yourself to the world in a certain way. And like I said, it's both and more. You can totally consciously choose the way that you want to present yourself to the world and curate it in a conscious way. However, You also have to be honest with yourself. You have to be authentic and be in integrity. And so if the way that you're presenting yourself to the world doesn't feel authentic, then you might need to take a look at your masks. And so I don't identify with, oh, I have ADHD. Like I know that that's not everything that I am. Believe me. I just know that 
once I have accepted it and learned about it and really understand what's going on, not just in my brain chemistry, but also in my thought stream, it's been very empowering and it's really helped me understand why I am where I am, why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling, and most importantly, how to cope and move forward in a way that feels authentic and, and in integrity to me, which is really important. I really cannot function without feeling that I am in integrity. And so I've been operating in integrity. However, I have had this massive mask and it has been like, I believed it. You know what I mean? Like I believed this mask. And so I want to talk about the root of the mask and I don't want to talk your ear off today. <laughs> I'll just try to keep it as short as I can, but you know, basically what I'm what I'm learning and maybe you already know this or maybe this will be a nice refresher, a nice little nugget or a nice new outlook. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it, but let's just call it like the emotional language, right? Okay, so when you have an emotion or when you're having a feeling, you can reflect on your internal landscape and identify these specific emotions that come up regularly. And what happens to us when we have a mask on is that when these emotions come up, even though they're regular, even though they're something that we're familiar with, we identify them with something current, with something that is happening in that moment, right? oh, you didn't unload the dishes and so I'm angry. Well, you were already angry about something and you are not willing to look at the deeper root of why you're angry and so you're saying that it's about the dishes. That's the example that I'm trying to put out there. And so this was, well, still is because I'm not perfect and I'm still working on it, but this is an example that I can think of that is helping me kind of decode what's been going on. And so basically what happens is that like, you know, when you are having an emotion and you are committed to really identifying where it actually came from, okay? Like the easiest thing to do is blame it on something that just happened, right? And, and it can also be that, it's both and more. But if you can name those emotions and you can come up with like a useful name that indicates the type of emotion that that is, that's like, um, you know, obviously we have anger guilt shame because sometimes we think we're angry but we're actually ashamed or we think that we're angry but we're guilty i would say that anger is the front for deeper emotions so if you could go like deeper and see what's really beneath the surface there so coming up with useful names that actually get into what the type of the type of emotion that it is and then you kind of have to, you know, it's like this, it's being a witness, right? It's being an observer of your life. And then you're learning to articulate and connect the dots between the name of the emotion and where that emotion is coming from. Okay. So like I said, are you actually angry about the dishes or the trash or the scuff on the wall or is this actually shame the scuff on the wall is a representation of you and why is you know why is it there but you're still not willing to clean the scuff off the wall like you know what i mean there's layers and layers and layers and layers to this and forgive me if i'm not 
properly articulating this because this is something I'm still unpacking. But basically what I'm getting at is that there is always a deeper root. And oftentimes you will think that your emotion is coming from something happening in the moment. But in reality, it's probably just that thing in the moment is triggering a memory from a previous event. And it is most likely something from your childhood. So getting to the root of emotions. Okay. So what happened to me as a child is that I was diagnosed with dyslexia and ADHD when I was in the third grade. And the dyslexia was accepted, you know, normal. My mom believed that dyslexia was real. And so she accepted that. And I will also just say that like, my dyslexia, I would say it's actually rooted in ADHD. And I think that it was labeled as dyslexia, but really it's just divergent thinking because yes, like letters and words get jumbled. And when I write, I kind of write jumbled. Like you'll never see me writing with a pen. I'm a pencil all the way. Otherwise there's just shit scratched out everywhere. (laughs) I'm all about pencil, but I can read. I've never had a hard time reading but part of the way that I read is that I, re- I literally take in all the information at the same time. I don't really read line by line. I can't even explain it. <laughs> like it is probably illogical and doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but it works for my brain. And that's how I've learned to cope. And that's how I learned to read. So anyways, at the time that I was diagnosed with ADHD, my mom didn't believe in it. She was like, that's not real. That is not a real thing. They just... Uh, give that to every child. They tell them that they have ADHD. They try to put them on medication. And so I was never put on medication. It was never talked about again. That was kind of it. It didn't really affect my behavior. The hyperactive part is not really something that I identify with. Although, could I say that my brain is hyperactive? Yes, absolutely. But some kids totally not being able to even sit in a chair that is not something that happened to me although i am a fidgeter i fidget like fucking crazy like i cannot i can't sit still but i am i not to the point where i would actually jump out of my chair you know i just always found ways to cope with the symptoms that i was feeling my parents never really cared about whether i made a's or not they were fine with me making b's and c's nobody was ever mad so I guess that was the positive thing, (laughs) but I had such a hard time in school. I had such a hard time paying attention. And sometimes I just think, man, if only I could have been medicated because what happens is that I have an inherent block when it comes to learning because I had such a hard time with learning. And so now anytime I sit down to learn something, I have to move through like four or five strategies just to focus and move through that block. And so, yeah, obviously hindsight is twenty twenty. I can look back and be like, if only, <laughs> you know, I was medicated. Maybe things would have been different. Maybe I would have been okay. Maybe I wouldn't have put on this crazy mask until I was age 35 <laughs> and I would be better. I would be a better person. Okay. There's no point in doing that. But I just wanted to share that because I know that no matter what is going on in your life. We all have masks. And so 
I wanted to unmask today on the show. I wanted to just share what's going on in my life is, is that basically finally at age 35, I am accepting and understanding that I have ADHD. It's something that I have been denied for a really long time. I want to take off the mask. I just want to be authentic. I just want to be in integrity. And I just want to take myself out of the box. Like, and I know, okay, so a big reason that my business is called Goddess Support is because I love to call other women goddess. That is where it came from, just by the way. I just think what better way to address a fellow woman than saying, goddess, you are amazing. Goddess, you got this. Goddess Ashley, goddess Sharn, goddess May, all my goddesses, goddess Amy, goddess Marielle, goddess Saya, goddess Christian. I love you, goddess. I love addressing women as goddess. And that's where this all came from, is from me just always wanting to remind women that they are a goddess. And throughout that process, I have seen other people on Instagram who look the part, I guess, of a goddess. And so I have really just been uh, putting myself into a mold of what a goddess is and what she needs to look like and what she needs to be and what she needs to do. And I'm realizing that's not actually where this started from. I need to go back to where I started from in that it doesn't doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter what you're doing or what you look like or if you have crystals on your desk or if you're wearing goddess gear, none of that matters. You are a goddess no matter what, okay? And so even sometimes when I look at my own branding, I see the box and I'm just like, oh no, I don't wanna be in the box. And that doesn't mean that I don't love my branding. And so that's been the internal struggle that I've been dealing with over the past few months. And I really wanna get back into sharing my gifts and i did a coaching session with a woman yesterday and i was just like fuck i'm good at this fuck like <laughs> like this is just like breathing to me and yeah i want to be of service i want to be more authentic and put myself out there a little bit more and try to get out of the box a little bit more believe me i really do there's just still some mental hurdles that I'm getting over and I'm climbing out of the box and sometimes I'm falling back inside the box and having to climb out again. So just bear with me and thank you for being here with me. And I would love to hear if this resonated with you, whether you have ADHD or not, how you cope with it, or if you have another mask that you've been wearing that you're so ready to peel off and just really truly be yourself. Because I, I think it happens to a lot of us when we enter the online space is that we see what other people are doing. And so then we're like, oh, maybe I should do that. And then you try it on and maybe it works um, or maybe it doesn't. But sometimes if it works, you kind of stick with it. Or even if it doesn't work, you're like, I need to stick with this and then it'll eventually work. And it's really just about remembering who you really are and coming back to that rather than thinking that because something works or looks good on someone else that that's how you have to be and that's how you have to behave. So those are just my thoughts. I think that the concept of unmasking is really important as women. 
we wear a lot of different hats in our families. We wear a lot of different masks with different individuals, different people. And as I said, a mask is not always a bad thing. If you put up a protective mask, a protective front around some people, around some situations, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's remembering to then take it off and really be yourself once you're safe again and once you're in a safe place. So if you're not feeling that safety, if you're not feeling like you're in a place where you can take off that mask, or maybe you yourself believe the mask, it's time to take a look at it. Is there a mask that I'm wearing that I am so invested in that it's become a massive blind spot? Because that's what happened to me. And I know that ADHD is a superpower. And I think that any type of learning disability or being on the spectrum is it's really easy to fall into the thinking of how come I have to be different in order to be in this world? Like everyone else just gets to be themselves. Everyone else just doesn't even have to try and I have to try. You know, that's kind of the, the victimhood that I have been brushing up against and understanding that it's a possibility for me to fall into that victimhood and to believe that. But I don't want to. And I know that even if someone is a convergent thinker and they don't struggle with something like ADHD and they don't struggle with emotional regulation or concentration or attention or things like that, I know that there's something else that those people are struggling with. And so everybody is doing their best to operate in this wild world. This world is wild. <laughs> and that is just part of something that we will never get away from. But if we can truly be ourselves, or at least have a safe space, at least one safe space in our life where we get to be our true authentic self, then I think that we'll be able to navigate this wild world. So I want to be that safe space. Anyone can come and be themselves fully in front of me. I just want you to know that. And I am committed to being myself fully in front of you. And I'm not saying that everything I've done up until this point was inauthentic. It absolutely was. It absolutely has been authentic. And now I'm going to go many layers deeper into my authenticity and to acting and speaking with integrity because I have unmasked this layer of myself. So I invite you to do the same if you feel inspired, if you feel like that's something that you need to do, or maybe it's something that will come later in the future and you will brush up against your mask and, and understand like, oh, I need to take this off or I need to find somewhere safe where I can take this off and really be myself. So that's all I want to share with you today. Thank you for listening to my stream of consciousness today. And I would love to hear from you if anything that I shared resonated or if you're also struggling with a mask that you want to take off or if it's ADHD or anything, anything you want to talk about. I am just a DM away at goddess.support. I am still really figuring out how I want to show up online. It is a constant challenge for me because there is just like this deep part of my soul that wants to delete everything and just hide. 
And that could be part of this mask that I've been dealing with. I haven't wanted people to truly see me. I'm still unpacking it. I am not at point B yet. That's okay. Nobody needs to be at point B right away. Life's a journey. And even if you get to point B, you'll be spiraling back around to A within a few months or years and and then be on the journey again because we're constantly unraveling the threads from our tapestry of our being that aren't resonant and we're reweaving threads that are resonant and we're pulling out all the different parts of the tapestry that are no longer working for us and we're making it into a beautiful masterpiece. So thank you for being with me on this journey of making yourself and your life into a masterpiece. You are a goddess. We are going to do this. We got this. Blessings. I'll see you next time.